everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Riff. Uh, my name's Cameron, and this week I have a very, very special guest. Uh, you probably know quite a bit about her work, but you haven't heard her speak before. Uh, and it is uh, our marketing manager, Laura. Laura, how are you? I'm good, Cameron. How are you? Very good. Great to have you on board. Good to be here. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, you're always here, you know, in the background twiddling with. I the am usually the one editing these. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And we've decided. Well, look, she's got such a nice voice. We just needed to get her onto the podcast. Thanks, Cameron. And we've got those dulcet tones hitting your airwaves now. <laughs> so, Laura's here, and with Laura today, we're going to discuss a topic that seems to be coming up quite a bit at the moment, especially from my perspective, uh, and that would be the process of probate. Now, yes. not many people know what probate is, but lots of people know what the term probate is. So I hear people all the time say, we need probate without actually knowing what it means. That's right. Yeah. Look, as a marketing manager, I don't know a whole lot about probate, either know working in a law firm, I should. Yep. So I think this is a good time for me to also um, get some knowledge around probate yep. and how the process works. Well, you're in safe hands, Laura, because today Excellent. I am here and I am the probate guy of the office. I'm always around. I'm dealing with the deceased estates and at times it can be tough, but you know, um, I like to think that here at Adams and Partners Lawyers, we've got that extra special touch to take care of our clients yep. uh, and are able to assist them, you know, through a process that's not really fun for anyone. No. Um, so I think the best thing to do is to, you know, pull the cat out of the bag here yep. and discuss really what probate is. Yep. So probate is an order of the Supreme Court of New South Wales. And we're talking about deceased estates here in New South Wales. So, um, in other states, they have other estate and probate laws, but we're just focusing on New South Wales today. Okay. So, in New South Wales, it's an order from the Supreme Court, which essentially says that there is a will, uh, there is an executor, and there is a beneficiary, and the beneficiary of the will uh, will receive their gift from the executor from the estate. Now, the Supreme Court just likes to give the whole process their own tick of approval, before assets are distributed. Now, not every case uh, needs probate. Uh, usually, the rule of thumb is if there's assets over $50,000, uh, you will need probate. Okay. So, say for instance, Laura, um, you pass away and you own yep. property. Mm -hmm. Probably there's a good chance that we we'll yeah. need probate unless yep. it's held in joint names when there's another discussion that we need to have. But we won't touch on that today. Okay. So... With probate, you've got your assets that are over $50,000. Now, sometimes when assets are under $50,000, you still will need probate. Um, it just depends on the circumstances. And I can't stress this enough that it really, when somebody passes away, you really need to seek advice as to what you need to do. Because as an executor, uh, if you don't go through the process of probate, you can become personally liable if anything goes wrong in the estate. Uh, okay. So you so want to make sure that you go through probate. Okay. So you want to obviously appoint someone that you trust. Oh, absolutely. Is that right? Absolutely. So that's one of the fundamentals of making a will is appointing an executor you trust. So say for instance... Um, you're Let's married. use me in the, as an example. Yep. So say using you as an example. So if you were to draft a will yep. and you were married, yep. probably the person you trust the most would be your married spouse. Yep. Okay. 
And then what we do is we appoint a backup as well. So say, for uh, instance, okay. something happens to you and you both pass away together. Then that person the steps in. The substitute steps yep. in. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep, that's right. And then they would go through the process of probate on your behalf. Okay. Now, that's really what probate is in a nutshell and the times that we usually use it. But a question I get asked all the time is, well, why do we need it? Why can't we just, you know, distribute the assets yes. uh, to the We know the assets are there, so yep. why can't we just distribute them? That's right. And unfortunately, that's when the law kicks in. And really, as you know, with estates, most of the time with an estates, there's a property involved. So we're talking about significant assets. Yep. So the court just wants to ensure that, that the executor is doing the right thing. So okay, that's so why they're basically following the wishes yeah, of the, wishes, the will. The wishes okay. of the will. Yeah. And as lawyers and as an executor as well, you are bound by the terms of the will. So you can't okay. change the will after the person's passed away. It's just okay. your job to do what we call propound the will. Okay. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense? Yep. So Cameron. Yep. We're talking about a will here and we're talking about the process of probate. So what happens if someone was to pass away without a will? What happens then? What's the process involved? So if somebody passes away without a will, uh, it's not called probate. It's a different process altogether and it's called letters of administration. Uh, okay. Yes, I've heard that term before. Yeah. Yep. So if you don't have a will and you pass away, letters of administration is the process. Now, in some circumstances, letters of administration will or the process of letters of administration will have the same results as what your will may have had in it. Okay. Okay. Which means that, you know, if you're married, you know, your assets might go to your spouse. Spouse, yeah. But there is certain situations where that would not be the case. And if you want to give something to somebody uh, like specifically, you would need a will to be able to do that because Letters of administration is governed by the terms of the Succession Act. Okay. And the terms of the Succession Act, or the intestacy rules as we call them, are very, very strict. And they have a set of principles as to where assets are to pass. So say you're in a situation where you're, you pass away and you're in your second marriage and you've got kids of the first relationship okay, yep. and then the second relationship. Mm -hmm. It can get very, very messy if you don't have a will. Uh, okay. So it's yes. not saying that... It's impossible to transfer yeah, your assets, but it's, it's just, yeah, it just won't go to the people yeah. that you want it to go to. Yeah. So it's, it's probably pretty important to have a will. Oh, a hundred percent, Laura. Yeah. You, you need to have a will. Uh, and if anybody's out there that doesn't have a will, like that's the first thing you need to look at. Um, now I know I'm looking at someone that doesn't have a will at the moment. <laughs> oh, guilty. But I know after this, she will get on, oh, definitely. on onto that. <laughs> definitely will be doing that. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so letters of administration, similar process to probate, um, but usually takes a bit longer. So the process of probate itself usually takes between three to six months. Okay. So that's pretty, it's a pretty long time period. That. That's right. Now, I get calls from people all the time wanting to, you know, get probate straight away. It's not as simple as that. Okay. And the first step of going through the process of probate is waiting for the death certificate. Okay. Yeah. Which usually takes, you know, two to three weeks after the funeral. So okay. from my perspective here, I can speak to an executor and give them some general advice about what we need to do. But we really can't start the process until... Until you've got that death certificate. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So we get the death certificate from that situation. Then I then speak to the executor 
and kind of work out what the assets of the estate are. So okay, so like property, shares, yeah, right. bank accounts, yeah. cars, any other sort All of assets. All major assets. assets. Yeah. I don't really need to know about, you know, the toaster and the fridge and stuff like <laughs> Furniture that. Furniture and, no, no, no. <laughs> and whatnot. I just need to worry about the, you know, your, the, the, your major The bigger assets, assets yeah. yeah. So we work out then and then also I need to know if the estate has any debts. Okay, so like a you're saying like a mortgage or mortgage, like a personal yep. loan or credit cards? Is that what you're saying? Yep, yep. You know, I'm debt to the mafia, whatever it is. <laughs> so any loans out there, I need to be made aware of, so that we can work out if there is actually money in the estate. Because the rules of probate are, and the rules of wills are, the first thing that we need to do once we get an order for probate is pay all the debts. Okay. So yep. if mm-hmm. the estate has $100,000 in assets, but there's $200,000 in debts, there's uh, not going to be any money to distribute to the beneficiaries. Okay. So there needs to be that, you know, that proper balance of okay. assets in there. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we, um, we do from there. I, I speak to them and then I have a job of going through the, uh, you know, the ins and the outs of speaking to the various banks, you know, where the shares are held. Oh, okay. Um, so you do that. Of, I do all of that. Okay. okay. So if I was appointed as executor, yeah. um, I leave that up to you. Do I, yeah. I don't contact banks? No, no, or... no. You don't contact banks. So okay. My job is to make your life as easy as possible. Okay, good. So I do all That's that good background to stuff because I know that when, you know, you lose a loved one out there, the, you know, the last thing you want to do is think about these things. These types of things, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So I'm here to take care of that uh, and make your life as easy as possible. So I'll do all of that and then draft the necessary documents okay. uh, because I need confirmation, you know, from the bank that, you know, there's that amount in there and, and, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so we work out all that. And then one of the steps is we need to put an ad on the Supreme Court website. Now, this ad that goes on the website uh, is to make sure there's no other debts out there that you're not aware of. Exactly uh, okay, that. yep. Mm-hmm. So that goes on the website. Uh, and if we get contacted by, you know, somebody that says that they have a debt, they obviously have to provide yep. proof of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we can go. And then that will form part of the estate. Yep, okay. yep, that's right. Uh, so once we do that and that two weeks that expires where it's up for. Okay, so that's a two-week period, is it? Yeah, two-week period. So okay. it's up on the Supreme Court website. Once that's finalized, we can then file for probate. And then that's where we file a bunch of different forms. One of them is the affidavit of the executor uh, and then a summons and then a couple other forms I need to fill out myself. Yep. Uh, and we send these off to the court. Now, okay. the affidavit of the executor, you as the executor, Laura, okay. would sign. Yep. And what does that mean? So that essentially just says that this is the will. This is what this person wanted. They've passed away. I'm going okay. to make sure that I transfer the assets to the beneficiaries. Okay, yeah. So say in an easy scenario, um, you passed away mm-hmm. uh, and you're giving everything to your husband. Yeah. Give everything to your husband. He's the executor of your will. So okay. he's the executor and the beneficiary. Okay. So, so they can, easy. yeah. So an executor can also be a beneficiary. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yep. And in that situation, it's very easy because your executor is pretty much just giving everything to themselves. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we go through that process, sign the documents, and we have to send the original will to the court. So okay. one of the fundamentals of our application for probate is the original copy of the will. Of the will, yep. So without the original copy of the will, we can still apply for probate. It's just harder. Okay. 
Okay. Yep. So uh, we do our best to be able to find the original copy of the will. Now, most wills are held by solicitors. Some people have safes, something like, something okay. like that. So in most situations, we can locate the original. Will. Okay, Cameron. Um, I have a question then for you. Yep. Can we hold wills on behalf of clients here? Yeah, absolutely. So here okay, good. in our Penrith office where we're recording today, uh, we have what we call an old bank safe, which is 100% an old bank safe. Yep. It used to be a bank here. <laughs> Uh, and in there, we have our wills and safe custody packets. Uh, and I'm more than happy to hold them for clients on their behalf okay. just yep. to make sure that they won't lose them. You know, there's no extra charge or anything for that. Just yep. keep it here. Keep it safe. I'd rather... And you, know where it is. Yeah, yep. yeah. You know where it is. And if you move and you lose it, you're not worrying about doing it again and, and things like that. So That's we can, good to know. We can yep, that, that we can hold those. Yep. Going on from there, we submit it to the court and then the court comes back to us either saying, yes, you can have probate and distribute the assets yep. or no, we need to learn a bit more about this okay. estate before we, we move forward. Okay, yep. So that's really the process of probate in a nutshell. Yep. Um, it's not as simple as that, but that's yeah, yep. a, brief, a brief kind of rundown of how, okay. how it works. Good to know, Cameron. My question to you is fees. Yes. Now, we haven't spoken about that. As an example, I'm executor for a family member. Yep. Um, do I need to pay out anything as the executor for the deceased so or for the deceased estate? It depends. Depends on the situation. Say, for instance, the person passes away and you have a funeral and they've got no yep. money in their bank and account. I, and I pay for the funeral. You can pay for the funeral. Do I... Can I claim that back? That's right. So you can claim that back if there's assets in the estate. So okay. if there's assets in the estate, that's deemed what we call a debt to the estate. And as yep. I was saying before, that's paid out first before any gifts go out. Okay, so I'll receive that. Yeah, you'll receive yep. that back. It's Reinvest. just you pay for that up front and then we you, you know, we pay it back for you once we get the order of probate. So a couple of months later. Yeah. Okay. So Do the, I need to like keep any receipts or records oh, or anything 100%. like that? Keep your receipts. Can't stress okay. that enough. Keep yep. your receipts. Do I give those to you, Cameron? Yeah, you can give them to me. Okay, I good. can hold them on your behalf. That's fine. Not a problem. Yep. Or give me the details of the funeral home and okay. I can yep. deal with them. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's great. And then in regards to the fees then, obviously there is a filing fee. So yes. you've got to file to the court to apply for probate. Yep. Now that fee goes off what the value of the estate is. Okay. So, so it, it's going to change depending on the assets. Is that that's right? That's right. Yeah. So the easiest example I can give is for most estates out there that just include property and a bit of money in the bank, they're yep. between usually 500000 to a million dollars. Okay. The filing fee for that is about $1,500. Okay. okay. So that can come from the money that's in the deceased bank account. Yep. Or it can be paid by the executor and I can okay. reimburse it once we get probate. Okay. Yep. So that's the what we can do there. Then obviously there's legal fees as well. Now yes. legal fees are the same thing. They're dependent on the value of the estate. Okay. Uh, and our fees are uh, bound by the the rules of the Supreme Court. Okay. So depending on how much the estate's worth is like a proportion is what we charge. Uh, so once I work out that value, I can give you a better idea of what it is. Okay. So there's no one size fits all kind of fee. Okay, in that, this area. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. So I can contact you and say, hey, Cameron, look, um, the deceased had this amount of um, assets, you know, in property, shares, banks, um, et cetera. And I can go, 
now can you tell me roughly what the legal fees are? Yeah. And you can and you can give me a quote. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So and then I can let you know what it is. And then once I find out in detail from the banks or Yeah, confirming or is, those confirming those figures, yeah. I can give you a proper, proper. cost agreement in writing yeah. which says this is how much I will charge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. Um I like to think we're very open about what our fees are in this area because, you know, we yes. don't try to catch executors out or anything like that. Yeah. We're trying to help them through mm-hmm. a hard time. And as soon as I know what the value of the assets are, I'll let you know how much okay. it will cost. Okay, good. Yeah. So, Cameron, another question for you. Um, we'll just use the example I used earlier as um, being appointed as executor. What do I need to do as the executor? So say there is property yep. um, involved. What do I need to do? And just say we need to sell the property. Is that on me to organize the sale of the property? So like I said to you before, I like to try and make your life as easy as possible. Okay. So by doing that, I can assist with the property. And what I mean is that once we get probate, we can go through the process of Selling property. Okay. Now, you may have listened to our other podcasts on selling property. Yes. It's pretty much the exact same process, except that you will be acting on behalf of the estate. Okay. Because the estate's the thing that's selling the property. Yes. So, uh, if we need to go down that track, I'm more than happy to do that. I've got a team of trusted advisors that I use with for these types of matters. So, you know, real estate agents, accountants, things like that. Okay. Uh, And between us all, we can definitely work something out and get the situation sorted. Okay. And um, is there a time frame as to when I can sell the property? Do I have to wait a certain period of time before the property is sold if it needs to be? No. So... With probate itself, the application needs to be made within six months from the date of death. Okay. Now, it can be filed later, but we have to file what's called an affidavit of delay uh, and just give a reason as to why. Okay, so that's just explaining why it hadn't been filed within the the six-month period. Yeah, that's right. So, usually, we can get around the six-month rule if we need to, if we've got a good excuse. Yep. But we can't be waiting like five or six years later. It's something that usually needs to be done, you know, pretty, pretty soon to when the death occurred. Yes. Um, But then in relation to the property, you can sell the property at any stage when you're the executor, but in the contract, you would need a clause saying that the property cannot settle until probate's been granted. Uh, Okay. So the reason that we do that is, is because probate's, you know, an order of the court. The court can take sometimes two weeks to get back to us. Other times they take three months. Okay. So it's basically, we have to wait until the court. Probate's granted. Yeah. yeah. So when you're selling a house, uh, when you're selling a house on behalf of an estate, it's noted on the contract that it's, you know, from an estate. So the the purchaser knows where it's coming from. Okay. Good to know. Okay, Laura. So... That's really the probate process in a nutshell. Yep. It can be complex though. So I can't stress it enough. Yes. If somebody close to you passes away, get some legal advice. Just even if it's a chat on the phone. Okay. Just to make sure that you're doing the right thing and you're not putting yourself at any risks. Yeah. Um, but taking all of that into account here, um, I obviously deal with this on a daily basis, so I know the process like the back of my hand. Yes. But if I was but to someone ask, like me, yeah, if I was to <laughs> ask doesn't. you, Laura, now after you know going through after this, after listening, here, yep. yeah, what do you think though are the key you know points of probate that okay. an executor should remember? Okay. Well, first of all, just not even as from an executor's point, I think I need to go home today and start thinking about it, and oh. coming tomorrow and 
getting my will done. That's right. 100%. (laughs) First thing, it's most important. We can't do probate without the will. Yeah. And we don't want to go down on letters of administration if we don't have to. Yes. So get your will sorted. Yes, definitely we'll be doing that. Second point. Okay. As executor, I think the best thing for me to do is to contact you, Cameron. Yep. And let you know that, you know, family members passed away um, and get in touch with you. Now, obviously, the will is kept with Adams and Partners. So, I just need to let you know, Cameron, that it's held there and... Yes, just let me know that it's held here. (laughs) That's fine. And then what I can do is I can pull it out of the safe and I can have a look at it. Okay. Because I always need to check, you know, that you are the executor because I have to deal with the executor. Yes. If you're some random out there that's trying, you know, to try and claim something from your will. Um, and don't laugh, it has happened before. <laughs> but I need to prove that A, that person has passed away and B, you are the executor. Yeah. So I look at all that and then I'll, okay. I'll arrange a time to see you from there. Yeah. So I think I need to book an appointment in to see you. Um, like you said, I need to wait for the death certificate to yep, come in, which can important. take a couple of weeks after the funeral. Yep. Um, I will bring in any um, statements from the bank Um any other assets that the deceased held, um, anything that I've paid out of pocket yep, as well right. for the funeral expenses, etc. Um, I'd book an appointment to come in and see you and I can provide you with all those details. And then from there, it's pretty much handing it over to you, I guess, um, to apply for probate. That's right. I'd like to keep you informed throughout the whole process of probate. So if you've got any questions or anything like that, give me a call. We work through this process together yes it's a team which effort is good here. to know yeah yeah it's a team effort but like i said i want to make your life as easy as possible yes and then from there cameron i believe that you'll probably be in contact with me to sign documents you know yep. like you said before the affidavit of the executor i'm sure you'll contact me to come in and, and sign that and um, any other forms or anything else that you may need yep that's right and okay. that's really you run through the, the process, process. Yeah. yeah, and then it takes about three to six months, if that's right. That's right. Yeah, to distribute? Yeah. No, not to distribute. That's okay. one thing I should Ooh. touch on. So okay. it yep. takes three to six months to get the order of probate. Probate, okay. Now, we usually recommend that you hold the assets for six months. From? From the date of death. Okay. Okay. Um, if possible, hold them for a year after yes. the date of death. And the only reason we recommend that is is... If the estate is contested and okay. you distribute the assets early, yes, you can become as the executor personally liable to pay for any of the legal costs in defending the estate. Okay. So the easiest thing to do is if you think there's any chance it's going to be contested, okay, which it probably won't be if you're the only beneficiary, yeah. but <laughs> in some cases, you know, it does come up, uh, hold the money, don't distribute. As soon as that year ticks over, distribute from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, contested estates get a bit tricky. Yeah, it sounds very complicated. It, I think that does, might be a and I don't think I have enough. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't have enough time to go through it yeah. all now. Um, but definitely, we'll touch on that in the future because it's one of those things that does come up a lot. Yeah. Uh, and you do, as an executor, kind of need to know what to do. If that's that does right. Happen. If that does happen, yeah. yeah. And you said twelve months. That right? Yeah, from they the date of death. Too contested if yeah, someone wanted to. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the reasons why we hold it. Okay. Yeah. Um, that sounds um, great, Cameron. I think I've learned a lot from today's um, podcast about uh, what is probate and the process involved in probate. Yep. So um, that's yep. good to know. And I think it's good for listeners out there to know the process as well. It makes it not so 
daunting, that's I right. guess. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like when somebody passes away and you know you're told that you need to go see a solicitor, you, you know, you probably think that you're going to go sit in some big dark room with some old gray-haired man. <laughs> Whereas I kind of approach things a bit differently. You come and see me. It's light and friendly. I want to make you feel as comfortable as possible. Yeah. I don't have gray hair. I've got great <laughs> hair. Um, and... We just, you know, we, we get through this process. Yeah, you sit down together. and, and yeah, work through yeah, it together. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's right. Great. Awesome. I think that's it for today, Cameron. That's, that's it for today. Awesome. Thank you all for tuning in to today's podcast regarding um, probate and the process involved in probate. Um, if you'd like to hit us up on Facebook, you have any questions, uh, you can do so. You can email us at info at adamslawyers.com.au. You can contact us at our Penrith, Parramatta or Sydney office. You could send us a DM, slide into our DMs on do Instagram. It. Get in. Adams we, we Lawyers. We want to hear from you. <laughs> and, of course, at Facebook at Adams and Partners Lawyers or our website. That's right. Website and Instagram. We got into yep. it. We're all on the socials now. So <laughs> and YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, and YouTube. Yeah, I keep forgetting about. It. So yeah, if you want to get out and get in contact with us as a way, just Google us. Easiest yes, way to do it. you'll find us. Yep. yep, that's right. Um, but I just want to say thank you, Laura, for joining me today. If I didn't have you today, I'd have to just be talking to myself. <laughs> and it's great to get you away from the computer in front of the mic. And I'm pretty sure yeah. the listeners will want to hear you again. Soon. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks okay. for having me. No worries. Okay. Let's Thank you all talk for listening. To you guys soon. Yep. See you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.